2: Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve experience on My oh. Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment.
3: It sure is.
2: Thanks, Steve.
3: Just as you said, Donna. Now, oh my gosh.
2: Okay, so you are a little out of it.
3: There's a lot, a lot of stuff to get to. It's a fun day. What's Happy happening? Tuesday. It's snowy. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a, I wanna talk with them about this snow. I went out last night, I wanna tell you about that. Webster's word of the year, all that. But I just had this trippy experience and I did, was able to document it on video. It was just, it was one of the most unexpected things I've ever seen. Okay. Okay. But also probably relatable and I'm sure I'm not alone. Everybody's out of the house. Kids are at school, Lou's Lou's at a meeting, Dev's with her, just me and the dog. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go up. I'm like, where is Rex? Haven't like seen, uh, Rex, where has he been this morning? He's like very quiet. Now, he loves the snow. And so I thought, oh, did, did I let him outside and forget to let him back in? Usually he starts pawing at the door within a few minutes, though. So I call around on the first floor. Rex, you anywhere? No. Mm-hmm. And then I go upstairs. Rex, total silence. Nothing. He always comes running. I go check in the basement. Rex, are you down there? And nothing. I check outside. Nothing. Oh, no, no. paw prints are. This is and where I'm
2: panic like, sets in for me.
3: I started to have a, a sense of, oh, boy, did he get out of the invisible fence, which hasn't happened in a very long time. Oh, yeah. Did he get out of the invisible fence and run off? Do I have to go, like, chase him now? Where? What's happening? And then I thought, you know, oh, wait. I was in the garage earlier. Did he follow me into the garage? <laughs> I go to the garage. Hmm? Silence. Lights out. Silence. No. And I said Rex, I've now checked everywhere. I'm going to show you something now, Donna.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, this is And so I want exciting. you to I want
3: you to look at the camera, Don. Oh, yeah, I,
1: I'm looking at you. Okay? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did he go Somehow? In
3: <laughs> my dog is let me explain what, what? they're seeing. My dog no. is in the driver's seat. Of the van, which is fully closed, there's not a door open, there's not a window open. He's looking like your mom looked at you when you were late and she was trying to drop you off at practice or your friend's house, just very calmly. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to rub my eyes. Am I? seeing this right so he wasn't on the main floor wasn't downstairs wasn't upstairs wasn't outside i opened the garage yeah the bizarre thing about seeing him Mm. in the driver's seat of our minivan (laughs) is when i first looked in the garage there's nothing not a light on total silence and then as i go to go back inside i'm like son of a biscuit there's a dog in the driver's seat of my van how here's what i think happened
1: oh
3: my god earlier this morning Lou had to go, my car is a little better in the snow. And I said, take my car. And so okay. I needed to change Dev's car seat from the minivan uh-huh. to my car. And so he must have, clearly, when the, when the door was opened, he must have gotten into the car.
1: He thought he was going somewhere.
3: Presumably. He's like, the big, this is a big this Tuesday. Is Where are we headed? This doesn't normally happen. He gets into the car. I'm thinking maybe my son, Dev who was thinking they were going in the van, he likes to automatically close the door when he gets out of the vehicle. Oh, I'm thinking yes. maybe he closed that door ah. and then Rex <laughs> very calmly set up shop there. And here's the funny thing, he wasn't laying down. No. My man is just sitting up like he's ready to drive me. Like ah. where do you need to be dropped off at? Like an no, hilarious. And the distance shot okay. too is that's a better picture of what i saw it was it so bizarre it's like a
2: stuffed animal no, i know and then when i
3: approached him he was very calm like he wasn't like pawing at the window he trying wasn't to get scared
1: out or anxious oh no i think
3: he thought why have we not done this before this is like a <laughs> nice den for me
1: okay that's but, so <laughs> that cute. was very
3: unexpected
1: oh. at least you found him now was the light off in the garage
3: so we have a motion oh, sure. activated light okay and which made it weird, so when I open the door, I don't even stick my head out there, I'm just looking with my eyes, and it's pin-drop silent out there, and I was like, Rex, nothing. And then as I go to close the door, I'm like, oh, there he is. <laughs>
1: He's, in there. He's, in there. He's in there. So was he in the dark?
3: He was, was in saying- the dark.
1: He was in the dark. Now, but,
3: now we do have some windows um, on the very fancy garage door. So we do have some okay. windows. So there was a little bit of light. It wasn't pitch black like a garage can get. Right.
2: That is so cute.
3: One of the more unexpected things I've seen probably ever. You just don't <laughs> expect him to be. If you're going to find him somewhere, he's going to be running around the garage. Not in the driver's seat. In a fully <laughs> a closed, closed door, closed window situation.
1: <laughs> I was like, what do I say? That's anyway. oh, He's He's right a fun way me. to
2: wake up. Now we need to see him.
3: He's doing fine. Hey, Rex. Come there. on now. Come here Rex. We need to show everybody that
1: Let's, you're okay. And talk Steve, about you need your... to post this, too. Talk okay. about your... I'm going to
3: put a little video together. I documented it on video. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Give
1: me a Okay, great. So we'll be able you. to see that on your Instagram later. Yeah, yes. What's Should your we? Instagram? The
2: Steve Patterson? Yeah. Yeah, it's at the Steve Patterson. Oh, oh. hi, buddy.
3: <laughs> oh. Hi, buddy Pooh. Look at day you.
1: Day That's a handsome van,
3: guy. That right? That was a big dog. day in the van. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> a big day in the I also went out last night to a... Uh, to the to... laundromat?
2: Where'd you go? Hey, Donna! Where okay, did Steve Patterson go out at night? Donna,
3: hmm. no. I go places. Tom That's Fum. a fun thing.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's from Dallas, To Texas. pick up food, right?
3: <laughs> I went to Patrick McGovern's pub and restaurant. I, I can't night believe at. you
2: drove all the way back this way.
3: All the way to St. Paul. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. That's by Cassettas? No. No. New Bohemia.
3: It's right across from New Bohemia.
2: Where's New Bohemia? Isn't that on Snelling, McGoverns?
3: Yes. Oh! You know where I'm talking about?
2: Yeah. Oh, I've got the wrong place. I was thinking of the place on Snelling. You were downtown.
3: Yeah, we were. Yeah, it was right across from uh, New Bohemia. That's what you look out the window to. But anyway, I went there. Because come to find out, listen, the Minnesota Vikings are our NFC team. We moved here and we've adopted them. But we are born and bred Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Mm. And McGovern's, it turns out, is the home of the Steelers fans of Minnesota. Oh. And so we went there. And every Steeler game they have on, they have a bunch of Steeler fans that get together. And so I took my son, Grayson, who's 10, and my nephew, Trey, who's 15, both diehard Steelers fans, and we went there, and it was just such a fun night. My son was so pumped. He was just like, I can't believe we're going to a Steelers bar to watch with other Steelers fans. And there were no less than five different people who came over because we were the new guy last night because they oh, have the same people who go game after Aww. game they
1: wanted to welcome you it was
3: like a welcoming committee Don, and they were all saying hello and coming over and oh where are you guys from how do you know pittsburgh it, 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 the the hospitality could not have been any better the kids are already plotting the next game that we could go back for the steelers won which made it more exciting because sure. then you get to cheer together they played music beforehand they do little things like they do at any stadium but they were doing it at the bar like it's third down you know and so everybody then starts cheering they were playing songs when we would score it was tons of fun they did trivia we were upstairs that's where that's where it really gets um that's where it's centered if they go to the playoffs i understand sometimes there's then a little spillover into the downstairs portion of mcgovern's Um, but I signed up for their emailing list and I am now a, I believe a member of the Steelers fans of Minnesota. Um, but it was just so fun. It was, it's fun to watch a game with other people like out, out and about, you know, I don't go to games often. Yeah, that's kind of not my style, but it was just fun to like be surrounded by other Steelers fans and everybody was super hospitable. So shout out to, uh, Patrick McGovern's their fries were really delicious. Mm. Mm. I've done many many a bar
2: appearance. At, at McGovern's that? oh yes
3: okay so you know the location even though I, you were a little twisted in I mind. do
2: I mi- I was mixing it up with the oh gosh the name of the place on Snelling I can't remember it's another Irish bar
3: oh, okay this is a uh,
1: Cassetta Tons. yeah it is okay. it is yeah that, have you been to Cassetta's no oh you, you have oh yeah like a
3: little Italy situation yeah. right oh it's yeah. a big
1: Italy over there that is huge that place
3: yeah, yeah, I was like so on GPS. It was dark. Sure. We found the spot, and what's great about McGovern's—I know we got to go. You can just park right in the little parking lot. You yeah. don't have to do a parking ramp or anything like that. It was free. It was easy. And again, I, Grayson woke up this morning. and Said, "You know what the best part was, Dad? Was those people? Because the people were just oh, so nice and fun. Sweet. There was trivia. There was a raffle at halftime. It was great. I was thinking of O'Gara's. Oh, O'Gara's. Oh, yeah. McGovern's. Great... I thought
1: oh, O'Gara's. Yeah. I know what. Uh, yeah, is that not there anymore? I can't remember. It's at the I... fair, but yeah, I don't know if it's there <sighs> um, anymore.
3: We got to go. All right. How about this? When we come back, Webster's Word of the Year is, we'll let you know uh, when we return from the break, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
2: Hello. Good morning. Good Welcome morning. Back. Hey, buddy.
3: There she is. Hey, it's
2: Donna and Steve.
3: Yeah. That's Steve. What'd you do to your beard? Oh. <laughs> so I'm trying something... Gosh, here we go with beard tuck again. I
2: love it. <laughs> Just very briefly, it looks like you know you've got r- little reddish I'm, on the side, and then it goes full on brown in the front.
3: I'm trying to do a Whoa. A, a fade situation. What
1: about it? Turn the other way. It's it looks, not on the side anymore, near your ear. Well, it's like starting.
3: It's stubble. So here's what
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was attempting.
1: To be is good. a faded yeah.
3: beard. So when you go short on the side, instead of beard starting long there, you can fade up into it. Sure. And then some guys like to go like they'll like fully cut the beard off here. They won't even ask it ever to connect to their above their ear. They want it to cut off below their ear, and that's where they keep it. It's sort of interesting. But here's what was my thinking. Can you ask
1: it to grow back? You sh- <laughs>
3: here's what's gonna happen i am going to uh attempt to grow this out until like the middle of january but the thinking is i know i could shave it tonight right i could just get tired of it and then just suddenly uh shave it off but (laughs) but then what you do is you're trying to get get the goatee to be longer so that as it grows, the shape of it mm-hmm. grows almost to a point. You Don't know what you I'm have saying? have a
2: television appearance soon.
3: That's the one hiccup.
1: Yeah, is
3: uh, <laughs> tomorrow we travel beards? to New York and we will be on Kelly and Ryan and and I say we like the the family's coming and so this is a big deal. Um, but I thought, like, a beard in New York mm. could look fun and wintry. And, and then once I get past that appearance, there's not a chance I'll need to do anything on television for at least a month. Okay. So then I could grow it out kind of cool.
1: Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, well, maybe you could start over after your TV appearance. No, I'm, I've already come this far. Okay.
3: It'll grow on the side in a couple days. What if I did this? What if I uh dyed the sides even up into the stubble a little oh, no,
1: no, brown
3: no, 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 no. just to make it a little more cohesive
2: of oh, a color yeah mm. Uh,
1: mm. well sometimes people go to professional barbers mm. and they have them fix things he's got one
3: she she did it and then i did something on my own that's at home. what i thought that's it's like
2: it. me cutting my bangs never yeah. goes well so yeah. you
3: did
1: the thing on your own would she be proud of what you've done
3: i don't think so <laughs> Webster's word of the year is in, and that word, my friends, is gaslighting. Mm. Okay. We're 11 months into the year of 2022 in the year of our Lord, but they said, nope, we're declaring it. We're calling it early. Uh, Gaslighting is... They say, like, in the age of misinformation, in the age of fake news, conspiracy theories, Cobra, Twitter trolls, and deep fakes, gaslighting has emerged as a word for our time. Gaslighting, which I did not know this until about, I don't know, six months ago. I didn't know what it meant. People would say, oh, you're gaslighting. And I thought, is that essentially like ghosting? Is it a version no, of ghosting? It's no, not.
2: it's like a form of manipulation.
3: Yes, it's defined by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary as the act or practice of grossly misleading someone, especially for one's own advantage or the psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe, dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stot or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com.
1: Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
3: Time that causes them to question reality. 2022 saw a 1,740% increase in lookups for gaslighting. So if you were like me and at a time didn't you'd heard the word but didn't really understand what it meant... That's what it meant, and here's how it originated in the 1944 movie Gaslight.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say this. Yes, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: there was a uh, uh, the the play it was based on where there's a husband who uses trickery to convince his wife that she is mentally unwell, so that mm-hmm. he can steal from her, and is trying to convince her that she is imagining the 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 lights in their gas lanterns dimming.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. Yes.
3: We should gaslight more people. No. Just to claim an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> there were nine runners up for the word of the year. Do they and they tell? are as follow. Z- oligarch.
0: Mm-hmm. Oligarch.
3: That was due to Russia's invasion yeah. of Ukraine. Omicron. Mm. Because of the persistent COVID-19 variant, which I think was in the spring, winter, January. I don't know. Codify, that is as in turning abortion rights, I know it's touchy, into federal law, but codify was mm. a runner-up.
1: Oh, I've never heard of that either.
3: Have you heard of Queen Consort? Mm. That's what King Charles' wife Camilla is. is now known as. Raid, R-A-I-D, due to the search of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home.
1: Well, that's stupid. Isn't that already a word, Raid?
3: They're not saying it wasn't a word before. They're declaring what the word of the year is. Oh, Essentially, who's oh. the MVP word? Who's the most popular word?
1: I got you. Sorry, I'm behind today, obviously.
3: Sentient. After an engineer freaked us all out over an unreleased AI system. I don't remember that, but that's probably because the robots wiped my memory.
1: They cancel culture
3: because of cancel culture. <laughs> LGBTQIA, the abbreviation for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning, intersex, plus asexual, aromantic, or agender. And finally, Lomi. L-O-A-M-Y. Lomi was brought into pop culture thanks to, and here's another early 2022 shout out, thanks to Wordle. Oh, me have a question about wordle okay we really started playing wordle last january right i I mean it launched in november but the the world caught on in january right yeah and then it got bought by the new york times yeah seven figure deal amazing and the guy just boom cashes a million dollars plus check and he's good to go
1: good for him yeah
3: (laughs) right queen are i supposed to shave this beard now
1: because I'm gonna. Could <laughs> I? Could I? I paranoid.
3: Could I salvage it so that it looks like a cool hip beard in New York? Son of a gun!
2: Just leave it. It's fine.
3: You saw it in person it, yesterday. It was, it was attractive.
2: I I don't think I really saw the side of your
1: head though. Your did face. you do that last night?
3: No, I did it last week. I did it on Wednesday.
1: Oh, we've mm. seen you. Mm.
3: Maybe it's the lighting in here. Mm. My dog tried driving my minivan this morning. I'm all mixed up.
1: <laughs> we'll
2: be right back. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. Steve. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Oh, everything entertainment. Don McLean is hanging with us as well. Hey, girl. Hey. Steve Patterson's back at the ranch.
0: <laughs>
2: Are you guys going to see the Will Smith movie? I want to. I think yeah, I looks, uh,
1: What?
3: Looks pretty, pretty, um, powerful. It's called Emancipation and it's uh, an Apple TV movie. Comes out very soon, sometime here in December. And there's, you know, potential that it could get Oscar consideration, but with a new movie coming out, some, what are we, eight months after the Oscar slap? Yeah. He is, he's making the rounds. He's doing his first interviews. Um, Including by the way, and I was sort of surprised by this. He he's even doing some Zoom interviews with like what appear to be local news. Oh, wow. Stations at least one he did like a Fox Five or something like that, and it was a split screen of Anton Fuqua, the director, and Will Smith uh, in another location, and then like the you know the entertainment reporter or whoever he was down below talking to him. So I found that to be a little interesting, but I suppose most noteworthy at least to this point, he did a. Nearly 22 minute interview with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show. And it just happened last night. I hadn't heard it promoted or anything. And then it just sort of popped up out of nowhere. So I watched the whole thing and I was, I wanted to hear, you know, I want to hear somebody ask Will Smith questions. Will Smith had previously on Instagram and YouTube and all that taken questions that people had submitted over the last few months and said like sat down and just read a question from an internet user and then answered it regarding of course the oscar slap trevor noah started the interview by talking all about emancipation and i'm sure that that's by design right you want the person to come out and feel good and and everybody knows they're going to get to it Mm -hmm. at some point but he starts uh by talking about emancipation Even asking things like, Will Smith said his daughter at one point asked him, why another slave movie? Like, do we need another slave movie? And I believe his answer was along the lines of, let me assure you, I would never do a slave movie. This is a freedom movie. This is about this one man who had this famous photograph taken of him, of his back, torn up just from getting whipped. I mean, torn up. And Will Smith portrays that man. And... It is about the time between, as I understand, January 1st of that year, 1865, when slavery was abolished, up until June 19th, Juneteenth, when the final word got to the final state that needed to be aware of, you know, news traveled slow, and some people were just slow to adopt the new law of the land. And so it's about that time in between, and Will Smith playing this, uh, you know, this tortured slave who is running North to join the union army and to try to get back to his family. And so I'm sure it's very moving and and I do want to see it. And I watched a little bit of the trailer last night and thought, this is something Will Smith said. One of the things that really pains him is the notion that the, the work of the movie, which he thinks is so great Mm -hmm. and and notably Antoine, Antoine Fuqua, the director Will Smith says this is the best work of his career, and he is fearful that the Academy won't recognize his co-stars. I and see. The team and the crew like. He doesn't want them to
2: done. be penalized for his action. Exactly.
3: Yep. Yeah. So he's he's uh, he's concerned about that. When Trevor Noah, who is uh, and said as much last night, that he is a friend of both Will Smith and Chris Rock. You know, I thought he did a I thought he did a nice job of navigating the conversation. One interesting thing I heard Will Smith say if you're parsing words is when he asked about Oscar night, Will Smith said that was a horrific night. And I just said and he he repeated that word a couple of times and I thought, you know, how time can sort of crystallize things and get a little more perspective. Because if you remember on Oscar night there was video that we talked about the next day Where he was with his Oscar, rapping to getting jiggy with it yes, in summertime or whatever it was yes, at some sort of an Oscars party. And presumably, I don't know if Will Smith was drinking that night or not, but presumably in some way, shape, or form, you're in a numbed state at that point, right? You're just sort of like hear no evil, see no evil kind of a thing and just keep plowing on, focus on the Oscar, focus on the Oscar, not on the... Will Smith's words, sure. horrific choice I just made.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then he said he went home and his little nephew, who is nine years old, was in the kitchen and they were all kind of hanging out a little bit. And he was up on his lap and holding the Oscar. His nephew was holding his Oscar. And then at one point he said, Uncle Will, why did you hit that man? And Will was like, shoot. You know, th- that was when the sobering reality of what had occurred started to set in for him. And what, one thing that I learned from Will Smith last night in this sit-down interview that he did with Trevor Noah in front of a live studio audience, which frankly I could have done without, because, you know, you're trying to get through a serious conversation and sometimes they just get a little too supportive and it yeah, disrupts the yeah, line yeah. of questioning and, 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 you know, where they're going with stuff. Sure. I'm sure it was nice for Will to have people cheering. I'm sure that felt good, but, um, what was I just gonna say? I have a thought here. Um,
2: um, his nephew, the sobering moment when he realized.
3: Yes. Oh no. <laughs> um, oh wait, Are there you was a thing. Us? No, it was real. <laughs> oh no, it's
1: um, gosh, uh, audience, when you're trying mm. to get through a serious thing.
3: I'm gonna have to take my headphones out for ten seconds.
2: Okay. okay. Oh, or wow. I do that too. That's crazy that he's doing that right now. This has happened to oh, me a oh, few here's times. Oh, here's what I learned. I, mean, here's I what just I learned. didn't know the station. Here's what I learned. <laughs> well, I, said, I didn't know right. what station I was on. I how to say
1: dot .com, so please take a moment. <laughs>
3: okay, I got it. Okay. I'm back, everyone. Okay. My dog drove a motor vehicle this morning. What do you want
1: from me? He
2: didn't drive it. He was just sitting in it.
3: He attempted to. It's a push-to-start ignition, Donna.
1: <laughs> he had the keys on his collar. <laughs> okay, before you forget, come yeah. on.
3: Will Smith said, as he was explaining that night a little bit, you never know what's going on. He said, Look around this room right now. Like there, there's, you know, a couple hundred people or whatever. He said, Somebody's mother just died last week.
2: Right. I um, think about this all the time.
3: Somebody just found out their spouse cheated on them. Mm-hmm. Somebody else just got fired. Mm-hmm. There's all of this stuff, and you're never totally sure of what someone's going through. And he didn't get into it, but he said, um, I was going through something that night. And, and I found that to be interesting because that's sort of how we all live in some ways. Cause like earlier that night, he's on Instagram, he and Jada, they're posting, like, we're about to wreck tonight, which wasn't, you know, a little mm. bit ironic how that all turned out. But, um, you know, even on the quote unquote greatest night of his life and Trevor Noah posted it that way. This is kind of your greatest night and your uh, worst night of your professional life. All all wrapped in one. Yeah. Uh, but he said, you know, I was going through some stuff and then I made a horrific choice. And um, and there were a couple of times that Will Smith stopped himself and said, you know, and I won't even, he said, I'll just sort of leave it there because I don't want to give anyone else any other reasons to misunderstand what I'm, you know, trying to say. But his hope is that people see the movie and, and all that kind of stuff. And Trevor Noah, there were a couple of times where I wanted, you know, in my head, I was like, ask this question next, but... He he navigated that conversation well. And, you know, you're there and you've got a ton of people, millions of people who are watching. You've got an audience that you're doing it in front of. Uh, and you're trying to get your questions. Trevor Noah strikes me, and I don't watch The Daily Show a lot, but when I, I watch it, he's watch very it. captivating, right? He's a wonderful broadcaster, storyteller, communicator. But, you know, he went back a lot to... Um, the concept of you know just forgiveness and and atonement and believing that we we shouldn't be judged based on our worst moment and he, and he also brought up to will he said i had a lot of people that came up to me after and said and we all heard this too we saw the real will smith that night and trevor verbally processed it and said you know i don't agree with that um I think like the real you is the other you, like someone who wants to love and wants mm-hmm. to do good. And then that's sort of an uh, an aberration of who you really are in what came out that night. And so he was talking about judging people by the, the sum of all their parts and sure. not just finding the weakest right. link of it. And by the way, he also, mm-hmm. in case you think he was going too easy... At at one point, he even made a bleep because he was like, no, don't get me wrong. What you did was bleeped up like it was bleeped up (laughs) and, you know, you know. Um, So I thought it was a pretty even it wasn't a full blown Oprah situation. Um, It didn't go, you know, super pointed. uh, But I thought it was a a good, interesting conversation to listen to between Will Smith, who we kind of maybe you do or do not want to hear from him. But I think a lot of people wanted to hear him get asked questions. And I applauded. Trevor Noah, in that you know, his style was again he's not a gotcha kind of guy in this conversation. It seemed human and a person aware of their own brokenness, asking the questions. Okay, you know what I That's mean. That's good because I think it's easy to be a journalist there and to sort of sit on some high horse and you know kind of go attack mode, hoping to get Will Smith to say the thing that you you want. But Trevor Noah seems to, again, as he's talking about, oh, I have all these conversations all the time about forgiveness and atonement and all of that, he strikes me as a guy who is aware of his own brokenness and is not too puffed up in his accomplishments, that he's like, in the same way that I don't think, that I would not want to be judged by my worst moment or moments. Same. I don't think we ought to judge you by your worst moment. you got to do the work. you got to make it right, right? Right. That's interesting.
2: And Will Smith, I guess... Is also saying, you know, I completely understand if pe- if you're not ready to see it, I, then be not ready. You know, I, you can have your space to not be ready. But he, again, doesn't want the other talent and people behind the movie to
1: be penalized for, right. for what he did. Because, I'm sure he accepted the role before any of this happened. Right. Because as we know, it takes years sometimes to make I a think movie. think it was finished. Yeah, it was uh, his it was acting had post. been finished
3: yeah. and they were like waiting on when they would mm-hmm. release it. Um, wow. And then some folks said that Apple didn't have the initial plan to even release it this year after the slap. But then they uh, they decided to push it because their movies weren't getting a lot of Oscar buzz. And last year they won right for mm-hmm. Coda. They were the studio mm-hmm. behind. Yes. Coda, And so it was the the Hollywood hearsay is that they thought, all right, we need to get it out now. Even though it's Will Smith and he feels toxic within the world of the Academy Awards right now, uh, we need to get this movie out there right now. It was an interesting conversation. It's about 22 minutes long with zero commercial. I'm Bradley Trainer
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Commercial breaks, and it's uh, the Daily Show, of course, with, uh, with Trevor Noah. You can see the whole thing on YouTube if you want. It popped up uh, last night.
1: I was surprised from hearing the clip this morning that mm-hmm. he wasn't more prepared to express his feelings in a way that seemed more confident. Mm, Will he Smith? Was, yes, it, there were say a lot of, uh, you know... Tons uh, of you know. I mean, it Tons was painful for me to hear. Really? Because yeah. I was like, dude, you don't have what you're going to say together yet? Like, you should be able to say, just fake it if you're not confident, say, you know, just get it out. I, I was like... Surprised that there, was surprising to me w- that it was such a long drawn out with a you know 18 you know well in there. and because he Somebody also knows.
2: seemingly went didn't he go on a retreat didn't he fly to like India and oh, meet yeah. with the you know
3: yeah the the long beard guy yeah yeah um yeah yeah what's interesting when you hear Will Smith talk and process things <laughs> even when he is talking about something that is not weighty it's funny that you bring this up, Don, because it almost sounds like he is carefully considering each word, and it to the point where, yeah, you're not sure if you're getting the full thing, and it feels like he's searching for how do I want to say this in the right way, where mm-hmm. you feel like enough time has elapsed, where he might just come out and say, "Oh, that night, that was unbelievable. Mm, yes. How how I screwed that up. What a what a stupid moment that I had. And even if I had beef with Chris." Goodness, that's never how you work something like that out. And that was a terrible example. And I hope that, you know... People can it, right. it, forgive it was me. very well, and the, I, the, the you knows were a lot. I, I, it's funny that I was like... It was, hey, it, was it was lot. kind
1: of uncomfortable to listen to. I. And did
3: you watch the full interview or did you just did hear not. a clip? I did not.
1: Jason just played a clip that seemed like an eternity. Oh, God. Because of all the...
3: What's up, my nerds? Hey, it's Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theater.
1: What is up? Donna! Ugh.
3: Not even in the studio with you. Anyway... Uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theater. There's all sorts of stuff going on over the holidays. You can see Footloose. Not a ton of time to see Footloose. It's going to be on uh, through the first week of February on the main stage. But look, the year is coming to a close rather quickly. So get your tickets now at ChanhassonDT.com. Audiences are loving it. Great music. Great dancing. Get your tickets today. Uh, In addition, all sorts of great concert series going on. You want to fill your weekends up with some holiday music. How about this weekend? The Rock and Roll Christmas Spectacular is going down. You can check that out. Uh, and then in addition to that, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. They do laughs every Friday and Saturday night. Holiday themed right now as well. Chanhassen Dinner Theater's gift cards make a really great gift, especially for that person who's a little tricky to buy for on your list. All of that information and those gift cards, all that can be found at com. Hey My Talkers.
2: Hey My Talk 1071's 15th Annual Santa project to benefit the Ronald McDonald House charities is going on. Uh you could bring a toy or a gift to Chan Dinner Theatres during the Lori and Julia broadcast. That's gonna be Ooh it's oh. gonna be today that's today you guys
1: Ooh, that's gonna be today adam <laughs> or, sandler
2: or any time during the uh santa project promotion we're gonna be all over the place and uh we're gonna get the toys to the kids and the families at the ronald mcdonald house in time for the holidays you could find out uh where all the stops are going to be just by using keyword santa at my talk 1071.com okay
3: Okay. You're listening to the Donna and Steve experience, keeping it nasty since the year 2000. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see you. Time say something for something If you. you See Something, Say
2: Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say
0: something. Come on and party tonight. Thank
3: you all for listening. Thank
2: you. Since Steve. The year two thousand. Yeah, keeping it nasty. <laughs> <That's, you> know, <laughs> I
1: can't hear you say that, Donna. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's for me. She's a
3: friend. Keeping it nasty.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I hate so the word
2: gross. nasty. And nasty. That's like cool,
3: like a cool dunk, you know. No, like, it's oh, like doing the nasty.
2: nasty. It's like no. It's gross, Steve. Doesn't <laughs> you know have it's gross. to be
3: doing the nasty. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Lou. You want to do the nasties? <laughs> could you imagine? No.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, If you weren't so PG on your Instagram, I would want you to film that and show us <laughs> what she says. She go, would she go, ill?
3: You know, no. I will actually do a bunch of stupid <laughs> stuff like us. that just to get a rise out of yeah. her where I do all sorts of dumb stuff like that. I could do a whole series where I record her reactions to my fake uh, 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 enthusiastic advances. <laughs> let's call them that. Yeah. Oh my God. What do you want me to do? Hey, guys, look, we got four kids, all right? They didn't like hatch out of an egg. That's <laughs> okay.
2: True. I got to get that visual out of my head.
1: They are the offspring of love, my loins. Think about Howard Stern calling out Oprah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: what do you think about this, Donna? Howard Stern, who is very rich, calls out Oprah, who was also very rich, but about her richness. Here's what he said. Uh, He said this on his show yesterday. Oprah's not embarrassed by her wealth at all. It's bleeping mind-blowing. When you follow her on Instagram, you see her estates, her gardens, the people who service her, and, you know... She's got servants and like people cooking and it's bleeping wild, not embarrassed by her wealth at all. He added, quote, you got to be a little self-aware and know that there are people struggling out there. You got to, you got to kind of think about people who don't have enough to eat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come Mm. on, you got to be a little, a, a little bit aware of this. That is I think howard she is on Oprah
2: I think she is I love howard um I think she is aware she does so many nice things for people life changing not yes. just nice she's got started a school in Africa for
1: young girls um
2: geez. yeah,
1: just it'll that, make you cry when you hear them talk about how it's changed their lives yes, it's just incredible i i I think she is aware. But is she
2: supposed to be embarrassed by being successful?
3: Okay. Now, listen, Queen, you're on your throne. Speak freely.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think... Uh, I think it's great that she has all the things that she has. She shares. It's not... I mean, is she supposed to, like, take a picture of herself or do a video, like, in a hut?
3: Is Howard <laughs> projecting?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe. I, I think so. I think because the things that, yes, that's well put. I I think it's something that he's hyper aware of and thinks that others should be as well.
3: And his own hyper awareness of it may be very well intentioned and thoughtful. Sure,
2: absolutely. You
3: know, but just because somebody else doesn't hold to the same perspective on it as you, then I think, yeah, maybe he's putting some of his concerns about it on other people. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. And I think that's a common thing that people do in general about anything.
1: She worked hard for it. Jason mentioned this morning very, very hard for that. It wasn't just like it came to her like an Instagram star. She She didn't just win a lottery. Yes. Years and years, she busted her butt to do like 17 hour days doing her show.
3: I re listened to uh the making of oprah podcast
1: oh yeah i remember that one that was great
3: yeah i re-listened to it in august on a drive up north and it is it's very fun and you hear from phil donahue again who says the word tallywhacker as i remember (laughs) (laughs) what do you wanna do the doll's got a tally whacker. I mean, he has yeah, some old funny... And the kids were in the car, and I was like, guys, what if we put your headphones on and watch the DVD, and we're going to let Uncle Phil talk about what he finds important. Anyway, uh, there you go, the latest on Howard right. Stern. In Thank winter. you, Steve. You're my Donna best is going to stay. Dawn is going to leave. And I want to be clear about this, because she's a quitter. So we'll see if and we can
1: get Rocco in. And I don't even know the in. station that I'm on. Remember at the beginning of the... <laughs> I want to hear that audio back.
0: <laughs> All right.